Have you checked out the great pop culture debate? If not, you're missing out on episodes covering Best Disney Villain, Best TV Mom, Best Song of 1999, and much more. If you love intelligent, witty arguments on even the most lowbrow of topics, and if you want a podcast where you get a say, check us out on your podcast platform of choice, or head to greatpopculturedebate.com for episodes, polls, and more. Listen to seasons one through four now, season five coming soon. And remember, everyone is entitled to their wrong opinion. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. After the show, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you listen. The feedback helps us out a lot. Also, we assume that you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned that there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. <laughs> Enjoy. So yeah, I'm having me, I'm still drinking my the rest of my Oktoberfest. So when you hear this audience, it's not October, obviously, but <laughs> you know, it, it's okay. That's all right. Just, just go with it. Yeah. And I'm drinking my, my yingling, so... Oh, nice. It's appropriate for this episode. It's totally yeah, appropriate. Yeah, because that's a Pittsburgh um, brewery, isn't it? Uh, Pottsville. Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Pen- Pennsylvania. I It's still too early for beer for me. I'm just drinking boring old coffee. It's 1130 in the morning on a Sunday, which is brunch time, <laughs> so I might as well have a beer. Yeah, it's it's 930 here. I actually thought about it. I was like, should I grab a beer? And I was like, don't do it. It's only nine thirty. We don't need to be that meta in, yeah. in this you know, storyline. Uh. Oh goodness! So like, okay, so have you ever had known anyone who was battling an addiction to something and maybe they relapsed at some point or? Not, not personally, not this bad. I mean, I'm trying to think. No, I mean, the the only thing I've really come across is people like smoking, trying to quit smoking, which is also very addictive, but not, not in this sort of way, like as drugs and alcohol like i don't think you can od on cigarettes can you you can you can really screw yourself up <laughs> well yeah and technically they say nicotine is the most addictive drug on the planet so yeah so yeah but, you can but no one no one no one with like hard hard drugs and you know some of my family members went through stints when they were younger where they were doing drugs but it wasn't it wasn't something like this where they ended up in a hospital you know and yeah that kind of stuff I have a I have a handful of family members, my aunt, my great uncle, my uncle who died, um, several not from it, but uh they both had they all had drug problems. Mm-hmm. Not just alcohol. They had drug problems. So it's like they didn't have narcotics anonymous back then. So it was all AA. Yeah. You know? Which I mean it all serves the same purpose anyway, you know, just ha- accountability and just, you know. Yeah. So I kind of have that going there. I mean, I think there's and there's not just you – know, there's so many different, you know, types of addictions out there. It's yeah. not just, you know, alcohol and drugs, but 
you know, you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> we talked about we talked about last episode. People could have sex addictions. Yeah, know? I mean, a lot. Most of my family, like my, not immediate family, but extended family, most of them were alcoholics. So that definitely runs in my family, which is why I'm not having a beer at 9:30 a.m. <laughs> I'm having a beer at your 9.30 a.m., though. <laughs> I feel like it's more acceptable where you are, though. It's almost lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, it's almost lunchtime. It's totally cool. It's fine. It's all right. Okay, let's get into this episode. Yeah. Um, it's My So-Called Life, episode 14, On the Wagon. Do you want to say it this time? Go now. Go. Is that what you want me to say? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Great. I, was I like, took notes a little differently this time around, and I don't know why I did. I was just trying something else out, kind of, and it didn't really work out because it did get. I did take them faster, but mm-hmm. it just didn't. I don't know. It's weird. I just I kept writing first scene, <laughs> second scene. It's I don't know why I did this, but okay. So we start off and we're Rianne's counseling session with I can't remember her name, the the counselor, um, the guidance counselor. It's, it's another strange name. What is it? Krizawinski. Like, yeah, it's really weird. Krizanowski. Krizanowski, something like that. Yeah. Krizanowski. So she finds out she has 33 days and learns that that means she's been clean and sober for over a month. Mm -hmm. You know, she's saying that she feels really good about it, you know, and everything, and that's great. And the counselor just kind of looks at her and shows, this is kind of a dangerous time for you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, if you're a kid, you don't know what that means. You're like, what do you mean that's a dangerous time for you? So then we cut to the hallway and Angela reveals that even though she and Jordan broke up, he still knows her locker combination. Mm-hmm. And he, as he's opening up her locker and I'm like, don't give this information out, kids. Just don't. Right. <laughs> don't do it. It's like if you give access to everything in your life, someone will totally take advantage of that at some point. Oh, of course. You know, do, you still, do you still remember your locker combination? No. We had so many. See, we didn't have we had to bring our own locks. Ah, okay. And we didn't get the same lockers every year. They changed them up all the time. And we didn't have the long lockers. We had like mm-hmm. small little foot locker types. You know, we didn't have huge, yeah. which I always get mad. I've seen them on TV shows like, why are they get a full locker? Right. I can't fit my jacket in there. Yeah. You can't shove someone in there when you're mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> or you're pranking just, them. <laughs> yeah. Then we didn't have that. But oh, we well. had we had not enough lockers for students so it was only i think only juniors and seniors got lockers and i never i never used mine because we had backpacks and stuff so it was never i never touched my locker for two years yeah you could i could never really go i went maybe once a day because there were some things i would leave in the locker stuff i didn't have homework for or mm-hmm. you know but i ended up having a backpack and it was one of those things where i had every book in my backpack so it was like how do we know how broken backs right? i don't know they need to quit that crap you know, yeah. everybody can have an iPad. Let them access like some kind of Libby app type thing for your school and they can get their damn books. Yeah. Why it don't might, they do this? It might be that way now. It's been a long it time be. since I've been in school. I don't know how it works. You know, anymore. more prominent areas are probably going to have that kind of, you know, but when you go to a yeah. regular place, especially in Mississippi, where we have one of the worst educations <laughs> in the yeah. country and one of the poorest states. So, yeah. you know. I think a lot here. of that happened, though, during lockdown when kids couldn't go to school. I think, yeah. you know, some of them got iPads and because not everyone has Internet. You know, there are some families that didn't have a home computer or Internet. So, like, how are your kids going to, like, do these online classes? And right. It was a, me- it was a mess. Yeah, it is. Totally it is. I don't know why I said tis. But anyway. Tis. Uh, 
It is. So yeah, he opens her locker for her to put her books away and she knows something's wrong. And she's like, she asks him what it is and he says nothing, but then there seems like there's more mm-hmm. and she's thinking, you need me. You must have me as your own. You can't live another second knowing others could possess me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we an object for sale, Angela? Mm-hmm. Are we looking for a demon to take over your body? What's with this possession talk? What's going on here? She wishes. And he just goes, I could kill Tino. Yeah. You're like, she oh. should know by now. It's he not going to be about her. No. <laughs> no. So it cuts back to Rayanne's counseling session, and Rayanne gets reminded that she's, quote, orally fixated, and she thinks it's a cool word. And I'm like, right. it's more of a phrase, but, you know. Mm-hmm. As she's so, just shoving lollipops in her mouth. I know. So she doubts her mother breastfed her as she claims, she goes, have you seen her boobs? They are so firm. And then she like, do you want a lollipop? And she pulls out this huge wad of like, mm-hmm. they're big lollipops too. They're like the little dum-dums, mm-hmm. which would be really cheap to get and she should be investing in. But yeah. she's like, yeah, she's definitely orally fixated. Yeah. I, I feel that kind of grosses me out this whole episode. She's just always shoving either food or lollipops. There's always something going into her mouth. I'm just like, can we not? <laughs> But it's true, though, especially if you're yeah. smoking. You, yeah. You, you, that's an oral fixation. You get used to that. So you kind of like – you get gum or something. You're, like, mm-hmm. you're constantly moving your mouth. It sucks. I've, I've been there. It really yeah. sucks. We learned that her mandatory sessions are now over, and the counselor is concerned that Rayanne has stated she feels some distance from her friends lately because she needs a support system in place. And so the counselor is concerned that Rayanne and Angela in particular have distance between them because – as Rayanne says, um, Angela has Jordan, but Rayanne just kind of writes it off. It's like it's no big deal. Like, yeah. But the fact is, you can see in her face that it does bother her, that there's something there. We go back into the hallway, and Rayanne's with Ricky, and she's like, "So, where's Angela?" And Ricky's reading, not paying really paying attention. He's reading around the AA booklet that he had, she has, and and uh, Rayanne calls it propaganda from Miss Crazy Nowski. <laughs> And then calls her a wimpette. I know. <laughs> Which surprises Ricky since Rayanne says she liked her because she was sensitive and she was sensitive where it's thin. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Jeez, Rayanne. Chill out. She's written, you know. So she asks if Angela's with Catalano again and Ricky calls it the weirdest breakup in history. Which it is. Yeah. And she says, she's the one that needs the shrink. I'm like, no doubt. No yeah. doubt she does. They have they have more intimate conversations now that they're not together. <laughs> I know. I guess that, that took that pressure off yeah. of him. I guess and that's what you needed to do. I was going to say this, become friends. Yeah, this is the getting to know each other period that they needed. Exactly. So we go to under the bleachers, and Angela's standing there listening to Jordan bitch about Tino, how he got mad and quit the band and threw the microphone into the drums or something, and. <laughs> He goes, I don't even know if we can call our band Frozen Embryos anymore because that was Tino's name. So it's like off limits or something. Yeah. <laughs> Rand's kind of walking up slowly and kind of hovering in the background, letting them talk a little. But then mm-hmm. so Angela tells Jordan she's sorry and grabs his arm. She goes, I just I'm just really like low. I'll find any excuse to touch him. Like, I, I kind of miss that feeling a little bit. Yeah. But I don't have a crush on anybody right now. So me either. Love it sucks. <laughs> you already got somebody. You don't need to have a crush. <laughs> you don't need it. You should, but you know, it'll happen. I, it'll happen I, for you again. I have a crush on my husband. 
<laughs> so Rayanne finally approaches and Jordan just looks annoyed immediately and mm-hmm. bolts and she's like, hey, he goes, whatever, later. I'm like, you asshat. <laughs> I mean, Rayanne is a is much. She's she's a bit much. But she literally says, Hey, what's up? Yeah. And then he's like, and he just walks off. Yeah. Dude, chill out. Pouts like a baby. So Angela assumes Rayanne heard about Tino quitting frozen embryos, but now it seems Rayanne isn't as, quote, in the know anymore, Mm -hmm. which, you know, you get this feeling that even though Rayanne says she's not bothered by it, by not knowing it, she is. She's totally, yeah. I don't like it. She asks Angelica if she will ever get to see her again, but then laughs it off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Reveal the truth and laugh it off as if it doesn't bother you or that you were kidding. It's called passive aggression. Okay. Yeah. She does this a lot. She does. She'll say something and they go, oh, I don't really care. I'm like, yeah, you literally just told me you'd cared. And then you're now you're trying to say you didn't. Yeah. You're, you're telling me the truth. And then you're backing up and saying, you're not telling me the truth. Then why are you even saying it in the first place? It was the mm-hmm. truth. That's why. Yeah. Anyway, Dr. Dustin is in the house. <laughs> the doctor is in. Yeah. 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 So Angela invites her over after school and Rayanne asks if it if it's cool with petty cake. And Angela says, don't be crazy. Besides, she doesn't come home before six anyway. Mm. And so Rayanne's kind of like, yeah, I, I might I might come by. Yeah. Cut to the Chase kiss, Kitchen. And Graham is already showing Rayanne how to cook something else now, mm-hmm. which is, I think, great because I think he can sense that she needs a good male influence in her life. Yeah. You know? He's trying to be that surrogate father in a way. Yeah. And she's amazed how how he shows, you know, I can't believe he showed people how to cook, you know. And we learn that Angela never showed up at home. She's not there. Ouch. Yeah. There's a knock at the door and Graham's like, it must be Angela. I'm like, Does is nobody... the door locked? I know. Does she not have keys? I'm like, what's going on? And it's just Patty with the groceries, which it's dark as fuck outside, too. Yeah. It's like pitch mm-hmm. black. She pauses I mean, in the doorway when she sees Rayanne. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's winter time, so it probably gets dark at like 4 p.m. there. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, have a light on out back you know, if you're going to come in that way. That's true. <laughs> like, they park out front, and they go in the front, and now she's coming in the back. Like, where do you park? Yeah. Maybe it doesn't like make sense. There's like a walkway Why? behind or something. I don't, I don't I know. I love this house, though. I just have to say I really that. do, yeah. <laughs> I found an um, Instagram post, by the way, where... I'll probably share it at some point. Um, I probably already have by this point too, but it shows the the, the layout of the house, like the upstairs oh. from what you can know. And people, mm-hmm. have, somebody made it. And I was like, "Ooh, I want to print this printed out. This is yeah. really cool." I really liked it. I gotta find me a house like that someday. You will. You will. We'll get there. <laughs> Not in California. <laughs> so yeah, she says hi to Rayanne and. She's actually being really nice with Rayanne. Like she offers her a soda and says, it's great to see you. Mm-hmm. And then Patty's even confused why Angela isn't there. Yeah. And she's like, is she with Jordan? And she was, I thought they broke up. And Rayanne assumes she was like, it's like watching a roller coaster. Actually, they're like in the ticket line, like really close to the roller coaster. And of course, I'm like, this sounds like they're about to have sex. And, right. <laughs> and this is like really concerning to Patio, and you can see it. It's a weird, weird way, weird way to explain what's going on. And I was like, okay, well, what does the line mean? And what is the roller coaster? Like, what? How much are the tickets? Like, yeah. <laughs> the two for one. I yeah. Mean. Is it a double seater? Is it like a group thing? We don't know. So, yeah, Rayanne is happy 
she tells Patty she has 33 days squeaky clean like a rubber ducky. <laughs> so, yeah, Patty toasts her congratulations and their soda. And that's when Danielle comes in. And we can I can tell that Danielle's not a fan of Rayanne. She just totally ignores her. She's just like, She's like uh. and then Ray Rayanne burps. And she was like, you're supposed to say, excuse me. Yeah. I'm like, damn, Danielle, give it off that judgmental Judy vibes. What the hell? Chill out. She's the best. <laughs> so Graham's chocolate sauce is bubbling and Patty goes over there. Danielle's like, oh, I want to try it. I want to try it. And they're gathering around to see him making it. And Danielle wants a taste. She gets chocolate all over her face. And Rand's watching. And it's obviously envious of this normal family behavior. You know? yeah. She's just kind of like, this is, looks nice, you know? So Patty invites Rand, why don't you stay for dinner? Mm-hmm. And Rand obviously can't take the good nature. She just can't take it. Yeah. So she decides to bolt and said, well, my mom's making something, so I, I need to go. And she just gets up and leaves, like, right immediately. Yeah. And Patty, I guess, kind of irk, gets irked by it. And she goes, you know, that girl never said thank you. And Graham's like, for what? She was like, for saving her life. Yeah. I'm like, I get where she's coming from, but, I mean, Rayanne's a troubled kid. Mm-hmm. Isn't it thank you enough that she's trying to live a healthier life, Patty? Yeah. Get you over know, it, Patty. I, I get that she, she's not alive to say thank you to you, but right. you know, I get what she's saying. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but she's, again, like we're dealing with teenagers here. They're not aware of, they're self-centered, you know? Like, right. And that's another thing she should understand. Like, yeah. she's a kid, you know, she doesn't, she's not there yet. Look at your own daughter and how shitty she treats you. I mean, come on. So we jump over to Rayanne's house and she's watching Bert and Ernie on the TV. Um, hey, Bert. Uh, what you doing, Bert? And Amber keeps making margaritas right in front of her. Mom yeah. of the Year Award goes to. Like, come the fuck on, Amber. Your teenage daughter almost OD'd and is trying to stay sober and you're making fucking margaritas in front of her. I mean, at least go out to a happy hour or something. If you come home trash, that's different. Yeah. You know, I, no one wants, if you see somebody trash and they're just stumbling around, you don't want to drink. It no. doesn't make me want to drink. It doesn't make me go, oh, I got to catch up with them. Right. It makes me think, oh, I got to get the hell away from them. Yeah. So, but she's never heard just drinking her damn margarita. I'm like, you bitch. Like, yeah. so self-centered. That temptation has got to be insane because you see Rayanne kind of like eyeing it and also eyeing Amber like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. And Rayanne's like, so um, what about dinner? And a- Amber's just surprised. She's like, so you're hungry? And she was yeah. She was, didn't you eat lunch? Ugh. And it's like, what? I'm like, how could you be any type of medical professional at all and not yeah. even know you should at least eat three meals a day? Yeah, because she's some sort of like n- nurse something. Or an x-ray technician. I x-ray think. technician, yeah. But still, she's in that field. Like, right. you should know, you know. Yeah. Rayanne says she didn't get lunch because she saw her counselor. Something else Amber doesn't seem to know about. Oh, my God. Probably because she's too busy drinking or going out mm. with randos to care about her daughter. Yep. And Rayanne tries to tell her, but her mom just doesn't want to listen. She just mm-hmm. doesn't want to listen again. And this feels eerily like my dad and me. Oh. Like, if it's not fun, he doesn't want to hear about it. Oh, that sucks. So we don't really talk much because life isn't always fun. Sorry. Yeah. And my life hasn't been great in the past few years, especially since COVID, but especially since my mom went to the hospital and everything's kind of been up and down. And if I mention that, he just shuts down. He doesn't want to hear about it. 
Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just makes me, drives me nuts. But anyway, so Amber calls out that they have all these frozen foods like egg rolls and pierogies, which I don't even know what those are. What is a pierogi? Oh my God, a pierogi. I was just like, yes, please. I will have some of those. It's, it's, um, I think it's traditionally Polish, but I think there's also like Russian versions and stuff kind of like, uh, that area of Russia, Greek? Poland. No. Oh, Poland. Okay. I, my brain's not working, uh, but it's kind of like a like a, a dough, and it's usually filled with potatoes or onions and those kind of things. And you make a little pocket, and then you cook them up in butter and onions, and they're just oh god, they're so good. I'll try it. I just didn't know what they were. I've never had them before. Oh, so. they're they're so yummy. My my friend who's from Pittsburgh makes them sometimes, and they're just oh, they're delicious. They're delish. I think it, we, they're also they're also kind of the unofficial mascot of one of the the Pittsburgh sports teams. Well, probably. I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> it's like little pierogies with arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Rayanne is sick of appetizers. She turns to her mom. She goes, "I want a real meal with all four basic food groups." Mm-hmm. And she starts to get mad. She was like, "Just for once, could it not be a surprise that I want to eat dinner like every other American on the planet?" Yeah. Well, if she's American on the planet. It's yeah. Really funny. <laughs> yeah. She's craving that family, though. That she yeah. Doesn't have. She's mad that she doesn't have that life, and her mom's just not willing to even try. Mm-mm. So Amber's like, okay, what's up? And so Rian's like, nothing. And then starts to complain about Angela not being home when she was invited. And so Amber immediately asks what Rayanne did to make Angela mad at her. I'm like, that's right. That's right. Teach your child that. Every time somebody treats her differently, it's all her fault. Yeah. I hate what, Amber. What other people do. And yeah, that's really good. So Rayanne tells her, you know, says Angel's always with Jordan. And so Amber says, well, why don't you be with them then? Find a way to hang out with Jordan more. I'm like, you're a horrible parent. This is not good advice. Do not, not encourage your kid to be the third wheel. No. It's just, uh, mm-mm. I don't like it. She makes me mad. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to the fridge and screams, ah, we have leftover Chinese. And it's I'm like, like one little container of it. I know. She was like, oh, rainy butterfly shrimp. And I'm like, why are you acting like this is such a treat? Right? This old ass shrimp. That's been, you forgot it was even there. <laughs> How long has it been in there? I'm like, uh, you know, she like feeds her to her like she's a damn mm. mother bird or whatever. Not through her mouth or anything, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that would have been gross. So. Like the SNL skit. You ever see that skit? Um, probably. They used to like, yeah, they sit around like so the kids. They're just. It's like a their their family and the guy brings a date home, and he was like, "All right." And so they're eating. You know, they're like in their the guys in his twenties or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's eating. And then the mom goes, "All right, who's ready? Who's ready for some meat?" She's, I am. And so she's like, she eats her. She puts the meat in her mouth and chews it up and like starts spitting it into their mouth oh, like no. they're damn birds. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, this is disgusting. <laughs> No. It gets worse. It goes worse and worse. It's, oh, God. it's bad. I can't watch stuff like that. It just grosses me out. It's it's oh my God. But it's like it's like a cringe humor, you know? Yeah. But you heard about Alicia Silverstone actually feeding her kid that way, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear any more about weird celebrity shit. I don't want to hear about it. I just don't. Like, so bizarre. <laughs> that's like freaking Megan Trainer getting the double toilet so she and her husband can poop next to each other oh come on why no that is not a level to be intimate like Uh -uh. that could be not intimate thanks 
that is not a level I ever want to reach with anybody. I'm sorry. Makes- some things should just be kept to yourself. Exactly. It's like the um, uh, another SNL skit. It was the love toilet. And it was like two toilets facing opposite directions. But you can like look at each other as you both poop. Like no. It was a skit that was funny. It shouldn't have been a real life thing. No. So when I heard that, I was like, now every time I hear a Megan Trainer song, I'm like, all I can think <laughs> about is her shitting with another guy. Like, that's Mm-mm. all I can think about. Like, I don't want to know this stuff. All about the base. About the base. Exactly. I'm about the poop. <laughs> all but. flushing, you know. <laughs> anyway, so Amber tells Rayanne that she's, you know, I've seen a lot of your friends come and go, but Angela is special. Well, yeah, because she's a decent person for the most part, you know. You've mm-hmm. taught your daughter to accept any kind of attention as loving, and that's not good. You're yeah. a stupid woman, you know. But also, Ricky's like probably the best friend she has, too. Well, she does. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I mean, like girlfriends, maybe. Yeah. You know, technically. I mean, Ricky kind of is in a way, but I could say that I'm queer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're in, it cuts to, it's, it's raining and we're in Jordan's car and Angela's sitting there listening to Jordan still complaining and whining about Tino quitting. This is the most he's ever spoken in his whole life, probably. Mm-hmm. And Angela is visibly over it. She is tired of this. You can see yeah. it on her face. She's like, I'm so tired of this conversation. And he looks at her and he goes, can you imagine what that's like to have to like sit around and figure out what someone else is thinking? And you're like, Mm-mm. no, no way. No, nope. no Never idea what there. that feels like. Ugh. So suddenly Rayanne invites herself into the car and Jordan is not amused. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even talk to her when Rayanne says, how's it going? Like to him. He doesn't yeah. say anything. So Angela just explains that frozen embryos will be playing an open mic night at um, a coffee house called Vertigo. And Brian's like, I know what Vertigo is. Mm-hmm. And the band doesn't know what they'll do since they don't have a lead singer. So Rayanne again addresses Jordan saying, so Tino's still being a low life, huh? And Jordan just like looks at both of them and says, can you both like leave? <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like, I get that it's rude that Rayanne just invited herself in. But he should know her a little bit right. for being around her and like just realize, you know, don't be so damn rude back. That's her, your friend, your kind of girlfriend's friend, but not really girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's just being a dick. He's being a major yeah. asshole as usual because he's so self-centered. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing new here. So they exit the car. They go into the hallway um, and back inside and ran, you know, oh, my God, I've got the greatest idea. You know, maybe I could be the next lead singer of Frozen Embryos. She, so she goes to Angela. She goes, can we talk to Jordan? Can we talk to Jordan for me? And Angela's like, I don't think that's good. And it's not going to go over well. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, you're probably right. Judging from his reaction to Rayanne so far. Yeah. He hasn't even acknowledged her existence right. when she well, comes around only him. acknowledgement is he gets annoyed. So. Right. So after some prodding, Angela agrees to ask Jordan anyway. After a commercial break, we're in the Chase kitchen. The phone is ringing and Danielle runs in saying, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. (laughs) Everybody's already in the kitchen and Angela answers the phone just before her. She says, hello. Oh, here you go. Yeah. It's your boyfriend, Ryan. (laughs) Danielle's got a boyfriend. (laughs) Danielle says, he's not my boyfriend. He was, but we're keeping it loose. All three of them turn their heads to like look at her, like what? 
I love this kid, I swear. She is the best. I wonder, is she like 10, would you she's say? 10 or 11, something yeah. like that. I don't know, but she's She's great. wise beyond her years. She really is. She goes, I'll take it in the other room. So she leaves the phone off the hook. You remember when you had to do that, but when you want to change mm-hmm. rooms and you had to like yell for somebody, hang it up, yeah. you know? And you know uh, that your brother was still listening on the other line because you you're listening like, for that click. Hear, yeah. I used to listen in on my brother's conversations with their girlfriends all the time, too. It's like sneakily like, Ooh, what are they talking about? Oh, this is actually really boring. <laughs> yeah, it usually is pretty damn boring. There's nothing much going on. You have to hit the mute button and hold it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, the days. Kids, you don't know how good you have it. <laughs> you don't know. But anyway, so Patty asks if either of her kids are married yet. She, she doesn't know them anymore. Yep. <laughs> And then she asks Angela, you know, will you be at dinner tonight? Because we never see you anymore. She then asks if Rayanne will, you know, since Rayanne's not seeing you and we're not seeing you, who is seeing you? Mm-hmm. And Graham kind of just says, and how much of you? And <laughs> Dad! Angela, Dad? He goes, I'm sorry. I asked a question about your life. What came over me? I mean, that wasn't really asking a serious question about her life. Yeah, that was kind of mm-hmm. questionable. Questionable question. Patty brings up Rayanne saying that she seems to be doing okay. And Angela agrees saying how Rayanne was seeing a counselor for a while, which concerns Patty that Rayanne may not be going anymore. Mm-hmm. And then there's a car honk and Angela announces Jordan Catalano's giving me a ride to school. Is that what you want to hear? And Patty wants to know if, you know, will I ever get a chance to meet him? And, you know, <laughs> Angela's like, I got to get to school. There are laws. So, <laughs> She doesn't want to answer the question. Then Danielle comes in after Angela leaves and Patty wants to know who this Ryan is. But Danielle pulls in Angela and just says, I need to get to school. <laughs> so Patty leans into Graham, giving him a defeated hug. Like, yeah. oh, my kids are not wanting to be a part of my life. Nope. Now we're back in Jordan's car and Jordan says he doesn't think he can face rehearsal without Tino there. <sighs> Whatever. Angela keeps her word and asks if frozen embryos would ever try a girl singer like Rayanne Graff or something. And Jordan just gives her this look of, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what what the fuck Graff? is wrong with you? <laughs> and so she's like, I'll just drop it. Just drop it. Mm-hmm. Now we're back in the hallway at school and Rayanne is asking Ricky if, about if Angela talked to Jordan. Ricky is definitely concerned that she's becoming too optimistic about her singing for this band. Mm-hmm. something you know and they don't even really seem to have a name anymore you know right she's of become course. obsessed with it but she's also not doing any of the work herself mm-hmm. you, you talk to this person like, you want to be part of this band go talk to the band members and say hey i want to sing for you let me audition something mm-hmm. but she knows that jordan is pretty much the one who says what goes you yeah. know he makes decisions there why i don't know because he can't i don't know See, How did brain. he pass the driving test is what I want to know. You have to take a written oh, yeah, test. yeah, that's true. Well, I think he has like minimal reading skills, right? Yeah, I guess, but. That, but that's very true. Good Somebody point. must have taught him something. I don't know. May, maybe he doesn't actually have a driver's license. Ooh, that's true. He could be that's driving true. illegally. Mm-mm. Well, I guess we'll never know. But anyway, yep. um, so yeah, Brian Krakow is in his locker nearby and kind of eavesdrops fucking Brian. Mm-hmm. 
So she says, then I'll give them a name, the band name. It'll be a new era, an era of me. I'm like, slow your roll. Slow your roll. <laughs> Ray Ray, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Ricky tells her, what if they don't want you? And she says, why not? Because I'm cute and I'm an exhibition exhibitionist and I can sing way better than Tino. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't want her to make it a bigger deal than it is because yeah. he can see something that's going to happen. But she gets offended. Does she think she's going to drink herself into a stupor over the band? Ugh, whatever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's he's witnessed your cycles. So that's he can probably see something building here. Exactly what he's worried about. So Ricky tells her that he spoke to Angela and doesn't think they are looking for a girl singer. He suggests to talk to Angela herself, and she says, maybe I will, and she walks off. Ricky watches her leave, and Brian asks, what's wrong? And Ricky says, when Rayanne gets excited like this, it can be kind of dangerous. Yeah. It's like, uh uh-oh. Cut to the girls' bathroom, and Sharon's walking in to someone singing, can you tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street? Rayanne walks out of the stall and Sharon is amazed it was her singing because she, Mm. quote, has a decent voice, (laughs) which was a nice thing for her to say. Yeah. Considering they're usually at odds with each other. Yeah. But annoyed, Rayanne says, I'm sorry, did I say you could listen? And Sharon says, I'm sorry, I didn't realize this was your private recording studio. And Rayanne says, I'm sorry, it is. (laughs) A lot of of I'm sorry's. I'm sorry. (laughs) This bitchy banter with them is like this wall. It's such a wall. They don't want to be friends, but you can tell that they already have bonded. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's like they they keep throwing up this wall of bitchiness between them, but they kind of like each other still. Mm -hmm. So Ray Ann asks if Sharon thinks she could sing in front of people. And Sharon asks maybe if she dressed more normal. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) She just loves cutting her down. Yeah. Rayanne tries to give an obvious hypothetical about her and Angela to ask Jordan about her trying out for Frozen Embryos as the lead singer. She goes, uh, so this person, and she has a friend, and she wants her to do this thing for her. And, you know, and Sharon sees right through it. She's like, mm-hmm. you mean you? And she goes, no, just, just listen. You know, she keeps going on. But she says, maybe this person thinks she'll make a fool of herself. And Sharon's like, so this person. Are you talking about Angela? <laughs> it's not. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Most of the time it is. We get out of that and we end up at the band rehearsal at some loft. I think it's the same loft they went to when they were listening to him sing Color Red. Yeah. And Rayanne enters quietly while they're having this argument, the drummer and the bass player. And it's about whether the bass player is out of tune. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm not out of tune, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! This way, this guy whines. So I Jordan think- yells for them to stop so they can get through one song. The drummer gets up and says, "I'm out of here. I got to get something to eat." And the, guy, the bass player goes, "Now you're gonna eat? That's all you ever do is eat, man." I'm like, is this guy Bart Simpson? <laughs> That's what he sounds like to me. It does. The so last- Jordan yells that they're being ridiculous, and they we're not even a band anymore. They don't even have a name. And he yeah. turns and sees Rayanne there, just like. She's standing there like, I'm ready for my close-up. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I think the last episode I said the bus driver with the backpack was the most overacted scene so far. And then we get into this episode. I was like, nope, this one takes the cake. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, man. You, all you do is eat, man. It's really bad. God. 
So, yeah, we go to the Chase house and Danielle answers the phone in the living room and calls upstairs to Angela to answer the phone. Angela is walking by Patty and Graham's room and she jumps on the bed to answer the phone. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that doesn't happen anymore. No. Nope. You know, you're like, oh, OK, I'll just grab this phone right here. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun. A, a fun throwback for me. Anyway. Yeah. Because that, that just visual. doesn't I, – I don't think anyone – or not most households even have landlines anymore. So they don't no. know. No. I remember a while back, Sarah Michelle Geller says, I'm not getting rid of my la- landline. And like, I wonder if that held true. Like, that was a while mm-hmm. back. So I wonder mm-hmm. if she kept it or not because it's you don't it's, really need it. It's pointless now. Yeah. Well, we say that now and then all of a sudden all the damn towers go out. And we're like, true. Oh, we can call anybody. Very true. Ugh. Pray that doesn't happen. So anyway, Jordan's on the phone. Angela. 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 <laughs> Angela. <laughs> Angela tells Danielle, hang up the phone. I can hear the TV downstairs in the background. So Patty takes the phone from Danielle and says, Danielle, you need to respect Angela's privacy. And Danielle walks off and says she starts to listen in instead. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. I know. Doesn't work, people. Does not work. So Jordan says that Rayanne Graff is a rehearsal. He's upset because she just showed up uninvited and is coming onto the drummer, like acting like she's high. Mm-hmm. Of course, Patty hears that. Mm-hmm. Angela has no idea what's going on. And Jordan says rehearsal isn't really happening as everyone's just hanging around drinking beers. So then Angela tells, you know, Danielle, hang up the phone. And then she <laughs> does that. She sees Danielle is actually walking up the stairs. And she's like, uh-huh. who's on the phone? Uh-huh. And, and Graham catches his wife listening in and goes, Patty. Which makes her just like, jump and she like hangs up the phone really quickly. I'm like, for shame, Patty. Shame oh, no. on you. She's like, this is the only way I can get any information on what's going on in my daughter's life. I know. He goes, Patricia? Ooh, you disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. Angela's on the phone still and she's, you know, she's glad. Like, I'm so glad you called me on the phone. You've never called me on the phone before. And he's looking at Rayanne flirting with the drummer. And he goes, I got to go. And hangs up suddenly. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, shit, you like something I did? Oh, we got to end it now. Yeah, can't have that intimate conversation, right? Can't do that. He's so freaking pathetic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, it's the only way that Patty could get information. And she's like, she tells Graham it was that um, his close personal friend Jordan called. <laughs> and it seems Rayanne is at a loft drinking beer. I'm like, that's not what he said, Patty. Mm-mm. This is why you don't eavesdrop. Because you don't right. get all the info. Graham immediately says, how, how is Jordan? Did he send his regards? I love <laughs> In Graham. Your face, Patty. <laughs> Graham has the best sense of humor. He really does. She tells him to stop lording his meeting with Jordan over her. She changes the subject and says she's worried about Rayanne, that she may be in trouble. She asks if, you know, she could talk to Rayanne's mom. Should I do that? He gives her this look and she knows that she shouldn't do it because it's mm-hmm. crossing a line. Yeah. I'm like, unless you have hard evidence, stay out of it. Like, you have mm-hmm. to have really good evidence, you know? People don't like to be told shit about their kids. They do not like it. No. And even then, when you have the hard evidence, a lot of times they don't like it. And especially not someone like Amber. No. So that night in bed, it's storming outside, and Graham is trying to sleep, but Patty just won't shut up about, he's right, You're. I was about crossing the line and stuff, but... You know, I wonder why you can't bring up stuff, honestly, to other parents about their kids. And so he's like, Patty, it is 1215. It is too late. She's like, okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then she rolls over and she's like, good night. And now he's 
he's up. So he's not done as usual. He turns on the light and tells her it's because no one wants to hear that. They may have made a mistake with their kids. They don't want to hear. They're not a good parent. Yeah. It's an unwritten law. Whatever goes on in your family is your business period. No one else's. And she says, do you mind? I'm trying to sleep here. (laughs) I was also wondering like, why does the light need to be on for them to talk to each other? They like to look at each other in the face, you know, see each other, I guess. She then asks if you can't, if you really can't make a small and well-intentioned mention to someone that you might be concerned about their child. And he's like, okay, how would you feel if that happened to you? And she says, poison dart. I I loved that response. I was like, okay. Damn. Where did that come from? I know. I'm like, does that mean like, I'm trying to figure out what she means by that. Poison dart. You know, you like put poison on a dart and you throw it at someone and you poison them because it sticks in their skin. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know. You know when you do that. Yeah. Basically, (laughs) if you don't have hard evidence of something, (laughs) you stay out of it no matter how well-intentioned. Yeah. So they try to go to bed. She turns the light back on and Graham laughs because he just wants to fucking sleep. Mm -hmm. She says, you're right. You're right. She shouldn't speak to Amber because it would just make matters worse. And he says, I love you too. Now, please shut up. (laughs) She turns out the lights and then rolls over and says, you want to make love since we're up? And he's like, speak for yourself. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not there. Not there. I know. But also like who says that you want to make love? I know. So it's like, he's like, just say you're tired, Graham. Just t- I'm not in the mood right now. I love yeah. you and we can do it another time. I'm just tired. Let me sleep. Plus it's storming outside. It's perfect sleeping weather. Just go to sleep. I love a good storm sleep. Oh, they're the best. I don't know what that's Especially like. Especially on a Sunday when you have nothing to do. You're just laying there and it's storming outside and- we oh. don't get storms here. <laughs> well, you that's another reason for you to move right there. You need some storms. I know. Don't don't think we're not thinking about it. Yep. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Maybe maybe there'll be some developments by the time this episode actually comes out. I don't mm. know. All right. Well I guess you'll in, you look for that announcement, guys. <laughs> we're already somewhere else at this point. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the school hallway. I guess it's the next day. Angela walks up to Jordan and apologizes about Rayanne and doesn't want him to feel pressure to let her in the band. And not that he did. She just wants him to feel free to say no. Ramble, ramble, ramble. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Angela. Jordan stops her and is like, nope, oh, nope, she's in the band. Ugh. He's what? It wasn't my idea. And he looks over and sees Rayanne making out with the drummer and says it was his idea. And he says it's getting too weird and he just takes off. So Angela's standing there. She's looking over at them and mid kiss Rayanne sees Angela and rushes over. She's excited. I'm in the band now. She's jumping around. She's all happy. And then the drummer's like, Hey, Rayanne, you coming? And she's like, I, I got to go. And it's like, girl, you don't have to put out just to be included. You're obviously that's, talented. That's all she knows how to do though. I know it makes me mad. So, you know, Angela just watch her, watches her walk off and we get another commercial break. Now we're get here comes the phone call. Oh, fucking stupid Patty. I know. So, okay. The phone's ringing and Amber gets woken up. She's obviously hungover, right? She, you know, and Patty is just way too chipper. Amber, it's Patty Chase, Angela's mom. Did I wake you? 
And Pat and it was like, no, I always sound like this. <laughs> like, yeah. Hawk hacking up a lung. I'm like, take the phone away from your mouth at least. That's gross. Damn. Amber's gross. So she says that she was having a dream. I was just having a dream about Angela and her boyfriend and Rayanne. And we were all in a log cabin. And Patty's like, no, 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 Jordan isn't her boyfriend anymore. And, you know, they're just friends. And Amber's like, yeah, right. So Amber continues. So they were all in this feather bed and I was making pancakes for George Bush of all people. <laughs> Why would you and share then, this? I know it's so strange. But she reaches over and takes a beer from off the nightstand that oh, she hadn't God. finished and just drinks it. And she goes, so Pat, what's up? Gross. Yeah. First thing you have in the morning, really? Mm. I get a little hair of the dog thing, but a warm, half-drunk beer? Gross. Yeah. Ugh. So Patty says she wonders, how is Rayanne? And Amber says, she's on the wagon, so she's completely no fun anymore. Gross. Who says this about your teenage kid? Really? She's so gross. And like, then she no. pulls that I was kidding thing. Yeah, but no, you're not. Mm -mm. No she wonder is Rayanne is the way she is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I'm proud of her. But I'm like, I doubt that. I feel like she, you know, she thinks that what she's supposed to say is that she's proud of her, mm -hmm. but she really meant that she's no fun comment. Yep. I'm like, she, you didn't have a kid to have a drinking buddy. All right. That's yeah. not right. Well, she's very much like Rayanne. Like, they're so similar. They'll say the truth and then just be like, just kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah. So then she asks if Angela told Patty about Rayanne singing in Jordan's band. And she didn't, but whatever. And Patty then says, so you're certain she's not drinking? And Amber hits back with about a certain that as you are that Angela and Cutie Pie are just friends. Ooh. So Patty knows that tone. Yep. And then lies and says, I think I hear my other phone. And Amber says, oh, what a coincidence. Me too. Click. Yeah. Just as like Patty's trying to say bye, but then just dial tone. Yeah. I'm like, like you overstep girl. She should have known this was going to happen. Like what? What the fuck did she expect? But you know what? Amber needed to hear that. She still needed to hear it. Yeah. But not like it's sunk in or anything, but. She still yeah. needed to hear it. Yeah. So now we're at rehearsal at the loft again and. You know, so the band keeps starting the song "I Want to Be Sedated" by the Ramones, mm -hmm. um, which incidentally was the very first time I've ever heard this song. Was on my show called Life. I think it was mine too. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So every time I heard it, it was like every time I hear it, I think of my so-called life. Mm -hmm. But they keep getting held up. Like first, the mic isn't on, and then Rayanne's too busy dancing and doesn't come in when she's supposed to. And then the drummer just complains about the bassist needs to turn his amp down. And suddenly rehearsal's over. They're getting into a fight yeah. again. Yep. <laughs> and Jordan makes light that it's because of the constant conflict. That's the reason why Tino left. I'm like, well, maybe Tino was right to get the fuck out of this. <laughs> yeah. I think you should all just call it a day and let this band go. <laughs> yeah. This is not a group you want to get together. I don't care if somebody can play an instrument. Don't do it. Just get out of it. Back to the school hallway. Jordan stops Rayanne to tell her that they have their audition at Vertigo and she needs to, you know, we need help to come up with a new name for the band. And she's like, no, 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 I don't care about a band. We are not ready. And he yeah, goes, no, you had one rehearsal that ended after three minutes. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even rehearse. We didn't have a rehearsal. 
And he goes, no, you'll be okay. Just wear something tight. And she's like, that's your solution? Cut off my circulation? And then, you know, we really need to rehearse. That's what she says. And he gets mad and says, you wanted this chance. You got it. Don't blow it before Mm. walking off. So supportive. Very supportive. I mean, at least if, if anything, you two get together and she can get, you know I mean? Listen to you playing and kind of rehearse a little bit from that, you know, something, but nope. So we go to the chase house again and Rayanne is borrowing boots from Angela as they walk downstairs. Angela isn't sure she'll be able to come to Vertigo for her audition for the audition. And um, it's like an audition for open mic night. Yeah, that seems weird. It's I don't I don't get that. But Rayanne says it's OK because Ricky invited half the school and Angela says, I'm going to try to go you know, and get my parents to let me go because, you know, it's a school night. You know how they are about that. And when Angela asks Rayanne what song she's singing, Rayanne starts to act freaked out. She's, oh my God, I don't know. They never told me. She's, oh, oh, oh. And she rushes over to the cabinet behind Angela and grabs a decanter of, I presume, whiskey and starts to pour herself a, a drink into a glass. And Angela's like, no, no, Rayanne, please don't. It's not worth it, please. And then Rayanne starts to laugh and says, you should see your face. Not cool. No. Not cool at all. Like, no fucking wonder Angela is distancing herself from you. Like, this is a fucked up thing to do, you know? And Angela was obviously completely worried that, you know, Rand was about to get off the wagon or whatever. And, like, she was just doing a fuck with her. And it's just, it's wrong. Not cool, Rand. She just says bye and then she leaves. It's just right then. Boom, bye. And she leaves. Then we cut over to Rayanne's place and she's singing, I want to be sedated in the mirror with her like shiny tight outfit on for her <laughs> performance. It's got, you know, some fringe on it and everything. Mm-hmm. She's ba 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 I want to be sedated. Amber walks up behind her and they start dancing and singing along and they kind of scream with joy at the end. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. little moment. Amber asks if Angela's excited and Rayanne says, yeah, she, you can tell on her face she's disappointed. Mm-hmm. Amber says, I'm excited too. And she goes, even more than when I served that BLT to Bobby Dylan. He said I could call him Bobby. And Rand okay. says, even though he stiffed you. I'm like, sure, Amber, that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't believe it at all. Mm-mm. And another thing is I hate when people refer to celebrities they've never met or talked to with pet names like they knew yeah. them really well. Bobby and Bobby are great friends. No, you're not. You know. I mean, I call I call Rayanne Ray Ray, but she's a fucking fictional character. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hypocrite, so don't go there. So Amber sees that Rayanne is having a freak out moment, and suddenly her mom instincts kick in. Rayanne says she's just excited. Tonight will be incredible. And she's but you're shaking and you're cold. And she was like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's going to be the most amazing night of my life. That's what Rayanne mm-hmm. says. So they hug, and Amber finally has this like look of concern on her face. Yeah. While hugging Rayanne. It's just a flash, but you know that she's got to be thinking about that phone call from Patty. Also, why isn't Amber going to this? I don't know. Go support should, her. Right? She should be there. It's just a, well, the coffee shop. It didn't look like a coffee shop, but. It looked like a, it looked like a damn, yeah, a bar. Like, yeah. It, it was so dark. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a coffee shop that dark, but whatever. Yeah. So at the Chase house, while folding laundry, Patty is telling Graham about her phone call with Amber. Then she says, I'll bet she doesn't even have a second phone. 
And he says, so? Neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. Call her out on her bullshit. Good point, Graham. Good point. Call her out. Angela walks up and explains about the gig. It's just, you know, then she just lets the floodgates open. Mm-hmm. She's asking as, as a formality, basically, since she told Rayanne she would, but she doesn't really want to go. She says it has nothing to do with Jordan. It's about her and Rayanne and how there's been something different between them ever since the night that she nearly died. They've never talked about it. She just doesn't know what to say. And so she goes, are these socks clean? Thanks. I needed some. And then she leans in for it. Patty and gives her a hug and says, thanks for listening. And she leaves. And Patty's just like flabbergasted. Yeah. <laughs> just totally shocked. She's completely touched by Angela's sudden confessional to them. And Graham says, it's okay. She'll ignore you for another month just to make up for it. (laughs) (laughs) True, though. Totally true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Patty gets up and walks over to the cabinet where she sees the glass that Rayanne had poured whiskey into. Now she's thinking that Rayanne actually made a drink and drank it. I'm like, why did Angela just leave that out? Right. But there's also like, what if Graham had some whiskey? What if, you know, it does why did she immediately think it was Rayanne? I know. You know? Immediately she was like oh, yeah. went right there to it. Now, technically she did pour the glass. She didn't drink from it though. No. But why didn't you just go ask your daughter or something? Or yeah. why did Angela leave it out? <laughs> That's and what bothers me. When when Patty picked it up, there was no whiskey in it, right? Right. So where did the whiskey go? I know. It's, hmm. I don't know. It's very, because hmm. Rayanne did not pour that back in. No. Maybe She's Danielle it did it. Danielle was like, I need a stiff drink. It's been a day. <laughs> She's been stumbling around. <laughs> Daddy looking. Is anybody paying attention to me? You need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not. We do not condone children <laughs> drinking. Okay. We don't do that. Yeah. Anyway, so at Club Vertigo, Ricky's there pacing back and forth. He's definitely hoping more people show up. And lo and behold, Brian Krakow comes in. Yeah. Which is totally not his scene, but at least he came because Ricky Mm -hmm. asked him to. And that's really nice of him, I think. Yeah. I also want to point out that I love, again, how the show recycles clothes because Ricky is basically wearing the same outfit from the dance episode. Yeah. Except a different vest. It's the only thing that's different. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was neat. And I think Brian's always just wearing the same exact outfit, right? <laughs> yeah, the same jacket and whatnot. So Ricky's voice is quiet and raspy. He he thanks Brian. He talks like this and says he had, you know, I had a fear that no one would be there. So I just started asking anyone. And Brian's like, thanks. Thanks a lot. That makes me feel wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of shitty, Ricky. You should, he was your shitty. only male friend and you're, you know. Well, isn't like the first thing he said to Brian, too, is like, what are you doing here? And he's like, you begged me to come. (laughs) What do you mean? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I just asked anybody. So Brian asks, you know, are you sick? And Ricky says, I always lose my voice when I get nervous. And then he says, okay, so when Rand sings, try not to talk. But then afterwards, applaud, but not too much. Do it sincerely. And Brian's like, you're telling me how to applaud. Oh, he's so concerned for her. It's it's so touching. Yeah. And he just needs to chill out. because He does. He just does. Uh, but you know, he knows. He's, yeah. He he's like... more nervous about how this will affect Ann and not the mm-hmm. show itself. You yeah. Know? So the MC steps up on stage and Ricky apologizes. And he's on edge and says, I got to pray now and bows his head. <laughs> 
And this MC is my favorite. She's horrible. <laughs> she's, she's like high or what? I don't know. On some sort of downers. She's just like, Ugh. Yeah, she walks up and the mic immediately does that ringing feedback. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, so, um, yeah, um, welcome to Club Vertigo. Like, now it's Club Vertigo? I thought it was a yeah. coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And she's announcing the band. And she's like, so this is Frozen. Um, what is this? It embers? Em- <laughs> em- em- what? What? And so Jordan leans in and tells them it's not their name anymore and that they're between names. And so she goes, oh, okay. Basically announces them as between but, names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking moron. Like, learn how to figure that out. Come on. Yeah. I knew what he was saying. She then she just was... stands there on the stage <laughs> as so the band gets it. up. And she's in their way. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then there's this guy going, just shut up. Just shut up. Just shut mm-hmm. up to her. <laughs> I'm like, damn. These kids, I mean, they know she's dumb too, but mm-hmm. she's got to be the manager. Yeah, you think she would have? She'd had done this a few times before. <laughs> She's like just first open mic night, really. So Jordan tells Rayanne, "Say hi," you know, in the mic, and so she tries to, but the mic feedback comes back on, and Jordan grabs the mic and says, "This is Rayanne's first time. I mean, singing with us." Yeah, <laughs> like, everybody laughs. Everybody knows us. she's pretty much a slut, but she has the most slut potential. She's proud of it. So they start the song, but then Rayanne freezes up and they just keep starting over at that one point she should be coming in. Yeah. And she's just not singing. So finally Jordan says, go. And she starts, but it's more like sing talking. Mm-hmm. She's like 20, 20, 24 hours ago. She's off beat. She's off key. Mm-hmm. It's bad. She starts dropping lyrics completely. Yeah. She looks over and she starts seeing like audience members saying, let's go. And they're getting up to leave. And there's others like, cringing at her giving this like yeah. look she starts to freak out i'm like this is not good this is not good mm-hmm. she suddenly just darts off stage just leaves yeah. and ricky of course runs after her i also i was like why is the band still playing uh, what, they're like, trying to save whole, face the whole thing is happening and they're still just starting the same beginning chords over and over again you know when your singer runs off the stage maybe you just stop playing and be like We'll be right back. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Yeah, but it was their, quote, audition. They had to do something. Yeah. So the show must go on. So it's like on in, in plays. Somebody Something happens. Somebody drops a line or somebody just suddenly, yeah. you know, you, you had to cover. You can't just stop the show. Yeah. Unless the director or somebody says, you need to stop. You <laughs> Everybody keep going. just stop. And yeah. That sucks, by the way, trying to improv something when you've been rehearsing it so much. And you know it like the back of your hand, but then you're like, Shit, I my character wouldn't say this. I can't say anything. Yeah. What do I say? My character wouldn't say this. And then then you had to like look at everybody else, like no one else is saying anything. Somebody <laughs> so you, say you gotta me. do it. So you gotta yeah. figure out a way to do it to where it sounds organic to the show. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Brian he watches on as Jordan grabs the mic and sings the hell out of the song, which is like I said, the first time I ever heard the full song. Mm-hmm. And it sounded great. You know, he had a great voice for it. But next we see Brian is slowly walking up behind Ricky and Rayanne in the entrance hallway, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Ricky's trying to calm Rayanne down, he says, it's okay. It's okay. And she goes, no, it's not okay. You know it. I know it. Now everybody knows it. And you all thought I would screw up, didn't you? Well, congratulations. You were right. And she runs out. 
and Brian tells Ricky that there's, there's probably nothing to worry about. And he goes, no, there is. And he goes back into the club. Yeah. Why didn't he go after her, though? I don't know why he didn't. Just maybe he just follow her. You don't have to be like up on her, you know, but. Yeah. But maybe, maybe he okay. just didn't want to deal with it. You know, he's been dealing know. with it for so long. It freaks him out for sure. So after the commercial break at the Chase's house, it's later that night and the phone rings in the kitchen as Angela's eating ice cream, I think. After dinner, I assume. And it's Ricky. She tells him, calm down. I don't understand you. What's going on? And Patty, who's been in the doorway, rushes over, takes the phone from her. Ricky, what is it? Mother intuition. Boom. Right there. I need to help. She tells Ricky, all right, start from the beginning. Then we cut to the next day. And Patty's knocking on Rayanne and Amber's apartment door. Amber answers, and Patty introduces herself. Hi, it's me, Patty Chase, Angela's mom. And <laughs> Amber's like, you don't have to announce yourself every damn time. I know who you are. I know who you are, lady. We've had uh, multiple interactions. It is kind of annoying, but. Yeah. Patty apologizes for just showing up, and Amber ignores her and explains that, you know, I think we are part of the same caress. And it's, she explains it as a group of people who get mixed up in each other's lives in order to do God's will. And she says she's quoting Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut, which I think is way, I think he's way over-celebrated. I can't remember. What's, the, what's his most famous one? I'm trying to think of the one that I tried reading. Um, Slaughterhouse-Five. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I I couldn't get into it. I'm like, am I supposed to understand what's happening here? It's very, know. like, it's almost stream of consciousness. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. almost, it's very full of itself, too. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't get it. Sorry. Sorry, Kurt Vonnegut fans. I just don't get it. Yeah, you know, there's, everyone has their own likes. Yeah. I wasn't, I, I'm with you. I wasn't, wasn't into it. I, I felt like, oh, do I need to pretend I like this so people think I'm deep? Because I do not understand what's I happening. I don't get <laughs> it. Sorry. No, no, no. So, yeah, Patty interrupts and says, you know, Rayanne's been drinking again. And I'm like, uh-oh, don't do that. Amber immediately gets defensive. She, goes, she has yeah. not been drinking. But still, Patty has no evidence. Exactly. She no thinks evidence. She mentions that she finds that whiskey glass in the bar thinking that it's evidence. And. Amber's like, did you run a DNA test? Dust for prints. Right, exactly. She goes, you think I don't know my own kid? Yeah, Ricky didn't see her drink. He just saw her leave the club, you know? Yeah. So Patty says she knows Rayanne is missing because Ricky called her. And as as she keeps talking, you can hear the tea kettle start to whistle in the background. It's getting louder and louder. And and you can see Amber's face is just getting more and more annoyed and pissed off. And Patty says, I know it's inappropriate how to tell you how to raise your kid. And, you know, you can hate me if you want to, but I can't help it. I'm involved now. And I just don't want to see Rayanne destroy herself. And at least, I mean, it sounds, she's coming from a loving place. She really she is, is. But she's just overstepping so much. Yeah. With and again, inter- no evidence. Right. Like, how do they know she's missing? No one went to her house last night. <laughs> I know she's missing. Like, yeah. No, you don't. They don't. You got from a kid that she ran off. That was it. That's all you heard. Yeah. She's missing from Club Vertigo. (laughs) She's missing from Frozen Embryos. But yeah. So then Rayanne enters through the beaded curtain behind Patty and says, is somebody going to turn that damn thing off? The tea kettle. (laughs) And Patty's taken aback. She goes, Rayanne, Ricky said you were gone. And Amber says she was right here. Of course, where else would she be? We ate raw chocolate chip cookie dough and we turned the phone off. 
she then tells Rayanne that you don't have to go to school today. But she goes, I want to go because poor Ricky probably had like 14 heart attacks. So she so knows. She, yeah. Like, fuck you, Rayanne. Sorry. Yeah, but you know. Poor Ricky. So she leaves to go get ready for school. So Patty tries to, you know, I'll, I'll take her to school, drop her off. Mm-hmm. And Ember says, I'll write her a note. And as she's starting, she turns to Patty and says, I'm a good mother. I'm a damn good mother. So you can just get right off your high horse. I'm like, I don't um, know about damn good mother. You are not a good mother, Amber. No. Just because you have fun with your daughter does not mean you are a good mother. But Patty does need to be knocked off her high horse sometimes. I mean, absolutely. Yes, that part is completely true. So, okay. We pull up outside of school in Patty's car. Rayanne clarifies with Patty that you can ask Angela. I poured the whiskey back, which you didn't, but whatever. We'll go with it. Mm-hmm. I never drank it. She then confirms with Patty that she hasn't had a, a drink since the night at the hospital. And Patty asks, you know, why did you stop seeing your counselor? And Rayanne says that she wanted Patty to think, why didn't you tell me you had stopped seeing your counselor? Excuse mm-hmm. me. And Rayanne says, I, I wanted you to think that I'm okay so that I could still be friends with Angela. Aww. So Patty says, I guess she means that much to you, huh? And Rayanne smiles. I guess that's like the one thing you and I have in common. <laughs> It's yep. kind of nice. Yeah. So Rand gets out of the car and says, thank you for the ride, Mrs. Chase. And Patty corrects her. She goes, apparently you're a part of the same caress. You can call me Patty. <laughs> and they uh, smile at each other and yeah. Rand starts to go, but she turns back and says, Patty, thanks for like my life. Yeah. And I'm going to see Pat. She's really not a bad kid after all. She did appreciate what you did for her. She did. She's just misguided. Right. In school, Rayanne is standing in the tardy line at the office, and she's going to give the note. She goes, I was late. Boom. Because <laughs> she sees Ricky rock by, and she runs out. She chases him down in the hallway and grabs his arm to stop, and he says, do not touch me. Yeah. I can't anymore. You don't know how scared I was. I thought you were dead. And then he grabs her arm and starts to like, push her back. Mm-hmm. And, she was, and he's saying stuff like, I was picking out clothes to wear to your funeral. And he's pissed off. He lets her go yeah. and starts to walk off. She goes, ow, Ricky, that hurt. And he stops, says, not enough. I know. This and scene w- breaks my heart. He just like leaves her there in the hallway. Everybody was watching on, you know, and because mm-hmm. he's yelling. He doesn't yeah. do that. And he's walked off on his own. And she's just heartbroken. So later on, Angela finds her on the fire escape outside. And. She comes out there and she tells Rayanne that she was scared. You know, Ricky was really scared. So was I. Rayanne doesn't say anything. And she asks if Rayanne is mad at her for not coming to hear her sing. And Rayanne says she only missed her making a fool of herself. And she, you know, you've seen that plenty of times. Besides, Rayanne knew that Angela wouldn't show up. Yeah. Which is sad. Mm-hmm. She tells Angela she can't stand the looks that she and Ricky gave, give her all the time. Like now that she's like this, she's going to lose control at any moment, you know? Mm -hmm. She says, Angela obviously thinks she's too messed up to be friends with her anymore. So Angela says, that's not true. She, I'm still your friend. Nothing's changed. However, narrator Angela Mm -hmm. says, but that wasn't completely true either. And we both like knew it. Yeah. Rayanne says maybe it was easier before when Angela would come to her for advice and stuff. And it's like, yep, that power dynamic shifted. It totally shifted. Completely. Mm -hmm. After she had that OD. Yeah. 
Angela hugs her and apologizes that she should have been there at the gig. And Rayanne says that she's missed her. And Angela says she's missed her too. And then Ricky steps out and on from the window into the fire escape. And Rayanne immediately goes over to hug him. And he says, I swear to God, I'm going to kill you. But in that friend way, you know, yeah. I'm going to kill you. I'm just going to kill you. He loves her so much. And he she's crying into his her. shoulder. Yeah, he does. And it's just, it's a nice little moment where they've reconnected again, you know? And you're like, oh, good. They're good friends again. It's really nice. Yeah. Then we cut to the movie theater. Angela and Rayanne join, rejoin Ricky in the line. They're like, we weren't, we weren't skipping. He's holding our spot. We were just getting our tickets, you know? And they're seeing something with James Dean. I'm, it's probably Rebel Without a Cause. It's, you know, mm-hmm. Rayanne asks, was he Italian? And Angela says, Jordan Catalano is part Italian. And Rayanne <laughs> says, I told you not to mention him. <laughs> Playfully, of course. Yeah. She then says she prefers Latin guys like Andy Garcia. <laughs> and they're talking about something. And she goes, oh, 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 like Luis. And they laugh. They're like, who is Luis? And she was like, you know. The guy on Sesame Street with yeah. the repair shop. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, his name, I looked him up. Um, his actual name is Emilio Delgado. And ironically, not in a good way, he passed away in March of this year, 2022. Oh, no. oh I remember hearing about that. Yeah. yeah. He was on that show for 45 years. Damn. Up until 2016 when they decided to cut a lot of cast members and go in a different direction. Damn. I have to look him up. It sucks. Yeah, it's really sad. Anyway, so yeah, he's he's like Luis and everything. And Angela like screams with laughter. And she and Ricky are giggling at her. And Rayanne says, what? I like Sesame Street. I still watch it every day. And Ricky tries to get Angela to remember the theme song. And that's when Rayanne starts singing sunny days but she sings it like a sultry yeah. version of it well, like, oh. hey, <laughs> you know <laughs> she's doing this like burlesque almost performance of it mm-hmm. without stripping and the crowd is eating up her performance and they applaud her when she's done and it's 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 fun you know everybody's laughing mm-hmm. and whatnot and she's you know getting high fives from everybody and then suddenly it just goes into this slow-mo look where you're starting to see things happening very slow and she high fives this guy and then just grabs his beer and takes a big drink from him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, Rayanne, don't do it. It was almost just like second nature. She wasn't even thinking about it. She just grabbed it and started yes. chugging. And oh, God. That happened to me, but not with drinking, but with cigarettes. Yeah. You know, you just, somebody offers you one and you might be stressed and not thinking or whatever. And you just grab it and you take it. And you're like, damn it, I mm-hmm. quit. And now I've started again. Yeah. And you don't realize it because before you know it, you go in, end up going to bad pack. You know, I get yeah. it. I, it's not easy to quit an addiction. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why, because, okay, so when you're 30-something days, it's not enough time to be without something to claim you're over it. Yeah. But it is enough time for someone to think that they are over it. Yeah. Because they think it's been a long time. It hasn't been. But to them, it has been because they haven't been yeah. without it. So that's where the whole dangerous area that the counselor mm-hmm. was saying, you're in a dangerous area right now, you know, and that's what happens. So, yeah, like Angela- her, her mode is like, I'm having a good time. I'm with my friends. We're laughing and I'm used to drinking when this is happening. And it just I don't even think it was a conscious decision. It just felt natural. Right. So, yeah, Angela and Ricky see her take this long drink and their eyes meet and their faces fall and Rayanne's back at it again. 
fade out end of episode. And it's kind of a downer end of an episode. It like, really oh, is. Oh, man, this is kind of a cliffhanger. You know, like, what's going to happen? Is she going to go on this bench? Is she going to freaking OD again? What's going to happen? Yeah. And it really sucks, but oh, well. It, it kind of sets things up for more things to come. And you're like, oh, this is what mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Bad things. Bad things. Don't but don't drink, kids. Don't do it. Don't. I mean, you know, I drink a beer here and there, but it's nothing. I'm not, I'm not getting sloshed, you know? I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. I'm I not mean, doing that. If anyone's listened to to my podcast, they know we drink. <laughs> because I'm you work. Kid, kids <laughs> don't drink. Wait till you're a responsible adult and then start drinking. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you just, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying I didn't drink in high school. I did. Shouldn't have, but I did. Yeah. I actually didn't. I didn't start drinking until after after high school. Really? Yeah, I was kind of a goody-goody in high school, except for, you know, the whole sex thing. (laughs) (laughs) So we're like opposites on that, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It happens that Uh, way sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Well, (laughs) did you drink in high school, audience? Did you party? Did you have an addiction? Do you want to share about? Give us some life lessons, please. Mm -hmm. Reach out to K at FMWLPod on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you and, you know, all that good stuff. Make sure you rate, re- review, and subscribe. By the way, yes. You know, tell your friends. We want some. We want some feedback. That'd be great. And we hope to see you next. See you, hear you, or not. What am I saying? <laughs> I am not sure. <laughs> we hope you come back to hear us next week for an all new episode of my so called life, which is the Christmas episode. Even though this will be airing a little bit later than Christmas, just think of it as prolonging the holiday season. Okay. This is a good one. It's a really good one. So make sure you tune in. Make sure you watch along with us on Hulu. If you're in the States, I'm not sure where it's playing elsewhere, but I'm sure you can find it. It's an old show. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next Monday on the Rewatch Recap. Bye. Bye.